how did y'all how did y'all get into this? What the name? Is it y'all were two E7s? No, she's a six, I'm an eight. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's how we did it. Well, when we first got married and started dating, or we first started dating, I used to say we're E14, so we get paid right for E14, like we're like an 05. Yeah. And uh, then I was like, well, can we name our podcast? And Jane was like, E14. I'm like, yeah, well, I didn't think of that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a clever idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we, uh, we we have no contingency plan if one of us advances, though. Yeah, <laughs> we advance. Like... I just think we're E14. Screw it. <laughs> oh, y'all are still active? Yeah. 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 We're still active. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. How many? How many? Oh, shit. Well, y'all are, what, you're going to do 20? I got 25 in already. Oh, wow. Dude, how old are you? I'm 45. Damn, bro. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 45, yeah. man. I just turned 45 like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for me, I have 16 in, but I think that I have some reserve time. So that doesn't count as active. So I just went mm. back active duty. I think I'm still going to have to serve like nine years to finish the, the full retirement. Yeah. Y'all being active duty, uh, especially you, bro, from the time that you started to now, I mean, God, the change. And oh, just, dude, it's night and day, man. And I can't, I couldn't even imagine being active duty right now. <laughs> dude, how, well, how old are you, Raul? I'm uh, 38. I had to think about it, dude. Yeah, 38. <laughs> yeah. So you, did, you did 10 years in the Army, right? Yeah, I did 10 years. So when yeah. did you join? I got, I joined in 2015. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no, damn. Got 2005. I got, got out. out. I was 15. like, wait a minute. Like, yeah. 2015. <laughs> <laughs> you got out 15. Did an army yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. So I joined in 2005. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. me too. 2005. Yeah. Cool. How long have you been in the Navy? Oh, me blow me life. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. We have 40 years of naval service. And each week we discuss a potpourri of topics, which we like to call smoke pit topics. These are real world topics that concern us, our marriage, and our Navy with a sailor twist. So join us each week as we dive into the deep end. Booyah! Hey everybody, welcome back to E14 Podcast. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. And today with us we have... We have Raul from Charlie Mike, the podcast. Thanks hey. Raul for joining us today, man. Welcome. Welcome. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me on today. Oh, our pleasure, We're brother. happy that you're here. But before we get started, let me put out the disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of our own and not the United States Navy or the United States Army or our respective commands. You know what that means, Jamie? Go ahead. If you're listening, you can take it or leave it. That's my so catchphrase, Raul. Hey, I, like I like it. I like it. Hey, Raul, I want you to introduce yourself. Before you start, though, I want to make one thing clear. I hate, you know... Raul's from the same area you are, Jamie. He is. I don't yeah. want no Texas talk about how badass y'all are and how <laughs> I suck because I'm not from Texas. Well, you ever you already know, obviously, since you said it. So it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no shit talking about the guy from Louisiana. Yeah. All right. You're a friendly neighbor to the east. <laughs> Raul, like thank you. you. Yeah, <laughs> Raul, thank you, brother, for coming. Can you please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, my name is Raul. Um I, I joined the army. I did about, I did about in 2005, excuse me, 
And uh, I, I joined the army, did 10 years. I did uh, some tours in, in Iraq. And, um, you know, just, just, uh, I, I just lived it. I, you know, I loved my time in the military. I, uh, I got to experience and see a lot. Um, the camaraderie, I, you know, that's one thing that I definitely miss, you know, being out now is camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but after getting out, um, I just, there was just, uh, it was different. You know, things, things weren't the same. I, I wasn't the same person that I was going into the military. You know, a lot, a lot was different between, you know, with me and, and I seen, you know, uh, of course, with this month being uh, mental, mental health awareness month, you know, it's just, it's, um, it's been a, it's been a ride, you know, it definitely has been. Yeah, I, I can understand because um, I did the same as you. I did one active duty tour six years and I got out in 2011. And the, um, the other side of the military, there's you, like you mentioned, not a lot of camaraderie. You almost feel like not alone, but, but um, there's not that team with you anymore. There's not that group with you anymore, right? It's, that's definitely it. You know, it's, it's crazy because when I got out, I was like, um, you know, I, well, when I w- entered, I said, I never want to go back to Paraland again. I never want to go back to, to Texas. I was like, I just, that's all I want. I want to get away. And, you know, after, after my time was coming to an end and I was like, man, you know what? All I want to do is go back to Texas. I want, <laughs> I want to go back to Paraland. I just want to uh, live a normal life again. But, you know, uh, I missed you know, I missed having my door open on like Saturday. I used to leave it unlocked, and and you know, a few of my guys used to come over, and and you know, they'll be, they'll be hanging out in my living room when I come out of my room. You know, and it, it was it was it was different. Sorry, <laughs> it was it was different. Um, like, you know, I always had people around me. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, and and I got accustomed to that. And, mm-hmm. and even if they were around, we didn't even have to talk, but just their presence alone yeah. had, had me, had com- I felt comfort in that. And, uh, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Raul, I, I know what you're thinking because, dude, I, I, when we started this uh, podcast, if I, if I found another vet, vet podcast, I was like, hey, hey, man, what's up? How's it going? Yeah. Like, I found my people, you know, yeah. is that kind of where you're getting at? No, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I started this podcast or my podcast by uh I was actually involved with another podcast and, and it kind of went pol- political and that's that's yeah. not the that's not the avenue I wanted to go. I didn't no, I hear you. you know, I didn't want no politics. I didn't want I just wanted to be if, like like you said earlier, if somebody heard what we had to say and it helped them in any way possible, man, that's that's what that's what it was about. Yeah. So I love the name of your podcast, yes. Charlie Mike. Continue. Uh, well, I knew what it meant, but he said, I thought your name was Charlie. Yeah, I was like, know. hey, Charlie, what's up, bro? You want to hook up and do a podcast together? <laughs> yeah, with all his infinite 25 years in the Navy, he has never heard Charlie Charlie Mike, right? Continue, <laughs> no. con- continue the mission or carry on, right? Continue Very, mission. Yeah. yeah, I like it. That's awesome, yeah. though. That's good. Yeah. I can't tell you how many emails, if you go back and check my emails, they all start with, hey, Charlie, what's up? You know, or, or, or something along those lines. I'd be like, yeah. my name is Raul, but yeah. 
<laughs> no, but I love it because it, and it's really like um, indicative of your life, right? Because you uh, got out of the army and then you were like, you know, at a loss for what to do. And then here you are continuing it's, the mission. It's definitely, it's definitely, it's different. Um, you know, when I got out, like I said, I wanted to come home. So I came home, but it was, it was weird because I wanted to be around my family, but at the same time, I wanted to be alone, you know? So, so I didn't yeah. know how to deal with everything that I was going through. Um, as far as like, men, I, can, I would say mentally, because, you know, I was struggling with PTSD. Mm. I was struggling with, you know, I had, you know, my, my back, my shoulders, I, I was hurting, you know, mentally, physically, and emotionally. I, I was, I was a, a broken, broken man. I definitely say that. Um, and it took, it took the extreme to, to, well, how they say everybody learns their own way. Right. Right. People, definitely. Yeah. And then I always say it like, they say, how do you learn? I'm like, Hey, the hardest way possible. That's the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Me too. <laughs> mountain. So what, what was your extreme that, that brought you back? What was it? Uh, you, um, you know what? I'll be completely honest with you. When, when, um, I got out, you know, I, I, I came back and I was living back in my town mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I drank a lot. I drank a lot to try to fix, fix me, try to, yeah. try to make me feel normal again. Uh, try, you know, to, to, I, well, I don't know if it necessarily did fix me, but it made me feel better. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. Right. So but I, it was, yeah, I feel you. But it, it was numbed it was you, really. Numb, numbed you, right? Yeah, made you a temporary fix, right? It, it did. And, it, and I did that for, for, for a few years until, you know, I just, you know, I realized that there was a lot happening with me um, emotionally, you know, um, you know, it, physically, of course, and, and mentally. I, I uh, you know, I would, I would see all these things and people would like say, oh, you know, PTSD, PTSD, um, you know, mental illness. And I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. I thought for the longest time that I was normal and everybody else had an issue. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was just, it, it took, it took some time. Um, I think this was in, in 2000, 2018. I was, uh, you know, I was in a dark, I was in a real dark place. I, I contemplated suicide because I didn't, I wasn't sure. I felt, I felt like I was alone and mm -hmm. I, I had, I had a lot of, I had a lot of, uh, I guess mixed uh, emotions I couldn't explain as far as, you know, I know I'm home. I know I'm okay, but with the anxiety, the panic attacks, um, my, my, my mind playing tricks on me, I think that's what I want to say also, you know, it, it, it took a, it took a lot. And, and I was laying up, I was, you know, I would drink one night and I was drinking and drinking and I was, I was home alone, you know, and uh, I knew I had some issues drinking but I didn't think it was a problem. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I remember I was laying on the floor in my living room and I was like, you know, talking to myself, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this no more. I'm tired. You know, I'm tired, like emotionally, I'm a tired physically, uh, mentally. Um, and I was like, you know, I think, you know, I, I was leading to the line where I wanted to, I wanted to commit suicide because I was exhausted. Yeah, but uh, I I um I started listening. Uh, I linked up my my phone to my speakers, and I was playing music, 
and there was there was a song that came on. You ever heard of a, a there's a singer called Soldier Hard? He sings about his like military experiences. He was he was in an army and he was a, he was a tanker, mm-hmm. but uh, he he uh, you know sung about him. He actually recorded an album while he was in Iraq, wow. and uh, oh, wow. it's crazy, isn't? It? Yeah, and uh, he's you know he sings about everything, and then once he got out, he his his whole push was about him recovering um, with with everything that he experienced. So he sung about PTSD. He sung about uh, suicide. He sung about you know everything that that was possible. And actually, he had a song called Charlie Mike. Oh, oh and, cool! And and this song. It, it stuck in my head and it played and played and played and I had it on repeat and I listened to it and listened to it. And, you know, and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I like to consider myself a manly man, you know, mm-hmm. but I just, I stayed up and I cried, you know, cause I was like, you know, there's something wrong. Um, and, and I was like, I want to, I want to fix this. I want to change. So, you know, I was like, I, I want to do something different, but it wasn't until you know, uh, Veterans Day, 2018, I went to a cook-off and I was, I came home and, uh, you know, I decided I was hungry. I had Uber there and Uber back. And then I was like, I'm hungry. And I was, I was, I was messed up. I was intoxicated, you know? So I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go get something to eat. So I got in the car. I made it probably two blocks from my house and I got pulled over. Oh, man. I got pulled over for indecisive lane changing because I couldn't decide where I wanted to go eat. So I went to the left lane and I was like, nah, I want to go here. So I went to the right <laughs> lane and then I was like, nah, I'll go here. So I went back the other way and I got pulled over. So the police officer comes up and, you know, he, he's, he's, you know, I smell alcohol and I was like, yeah, well, I've, I've been drinking, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he, you know, we did the whole sobriety thing and, and I got taken to jail. And, um, you know, and it was embarrassing uh, because in this little town, when you go to jail, they Everybody put you on knows. Facebook. Oh, snap. Oh, they put your mugshot on Facebook. <laughs> and then they put why you went to jail. Uh-huh. So, so like when I went to jail, I got uh, like I saw the judge and the judge was like, hey, your bell's this much. Who do you want to call? And I was like, I don't want to call anybody. You know, because I was embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'll, I'll stay right here. And uh, that's how the majority of my family found out that I was in jail. It was through Facebook. Yeah. Not because you called them. Nah, I didn't call <laughs> nobody. <laughs> I, was too, I was too embarrassed. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, my god. Definitely understand that. Um, so they sent me through. Uh, I don't know if they have it where y'all are at. We have a veterans court program. No, I've never heard uh, of that. They might. Or, well, they might, but I haven't heard of it. Yeah. So, so if you meet these, these requirements, as far as like, you know, um, struggling with PTSD and, and I think you, there's a few other things that you have to meet. And, uh, you know, I, I met all those, those requirements to enter the program and that's where the judge let me go. So the, the program consists of a, a lot, like you have to do counseling, you have to reach out to the VA, you have to, uh, uh go to AA, you have to, you actually have to take, uh, you have to call you, or text this number every day, and at a random, it it say, "Are oh, you got to go to the, you got to go have a urinalysis?" And they test for everything from drugs to alcohol. And you wow. know, it's it's their way of 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 giving you a I want to say a second chance. Uh-huh. 
without having to do, you know, go to jail and, and I don't, it, your mistake ruined your life, you know? Um, so I, I got a second chance and, you know, I'm about to hit two years sober in yeah, next month, next wow. month. Congratulations. Yeah. And uh, so around that same time I started, um, I want, I wanted to be an advocate. I wanted to, to, to be the example and show people that, you know, regardless of what you go through in life, you can recover and things can get better. So I actually started Charlie Mike Military Apparel, which is actually my, my clothing brand. Um, and, and then from that, our whole concept was always to give back 22% to, to represent the 22 veterans who commit suicide a day. As, as you guys know, the 18 to 22 vets commit suicide a day. Yep. Our, our whole concept was to, to uh, donate, um, to bring awareness to veteran suicide or the prevention of veteran suicide. You know, and, and we've done that and, and that's been, um, it's been a blessing. Like you said, if, if, like I have, I have to go back to what you said because it's one of my favorite things that I always say myself, you know, if you help one person, then, then everything was worth it. All your struggles, everything that you put into it was worth it. And, and uh, you know, and then I was like, okay. I, so I, I told you I was part of that podcast and I was like, nah, I want to do something else. And I couldn't think of a name. <laughs> I could, yeah, I couldn't think of a name. And I was like, okay. And then uh, somebody was like, well, you already got that. Why don't you just do it like this? And just, you know, your your logo can stay pretty much consistent and you can do branding. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? You're right. And then that's, you know, that's how I got into it. And um, I've been blessed. I really have been blessed with with amazing people around me. And, and um, I still go to a lot of meetings. Uh, we go... Uh, through the VA, we do a um, like combat veteran Zoom thing where it's like forty of us, and they all just talk. and And, and I like being there, showing them that, like you know, you can get in trouble, and and you can overcome, and yeah. you can recover. And, and that's 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 how I feel. I feel like I'm. I don't want to say like I'm the example, but I'm a proof that it's possible. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. And definitely. So Charlie Mike saved your life. The- Charlie, Charlie Mike, the guy sold your heart. Actually, we yeah. I reached out to him, and we're friends. He was actually on my first podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I told him, you know, I was like, "Hey, man, this is because of you," and and he he's a good dude. He, uh, wow. Good so, dude. That's awesome. So Raul, you you would say like you were at your lowest. You were on your floor listening to the radio, and Charlie Mike came home by sold your heart, right? Right. That, that opened your eyes. Man, it, it, it definitely did. It, 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 uh, it, like, it ignited the fire. Got it. it. Got it. Lit the pilot light on. Yeah, it did. And, gotcha. uh, you know, getting arrested is, is <laughs> what, what lit that. Right. Fire. Cause you know, right after that, you got arrested, right. For, uh, driving under influence. And then after that, you had the, uh, like the veteran second chance where you had, yes. where they, they took care of you because of the service you gave to this great country. So right. it was, that's why I love Texas, man. Yeah. Texas take care of their vets, dude. I mean, Texas, no doubt. I spent, 10, I spent 10 years of my career down in South Texas, Corpus Christi. That's where I met, met Jamie because she, uh, she was working in Portland, which is right across the water from Corpus. Mm-hmm. And the, I can't go to any HEB without thank you for your service 100 times, which is great. Wow. I don't mind it. That's freaking awesome. So, so you, you, you had the Charlie Mike song by Soja Hard. You 
went to the veterans like second chance program they gave you. Did you do anything else? Was there any other uh, uh, avenues, resources that you went to that helped to help you overcome your your issues? You know, know, like you said, with Texas, Texas is 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 amazing when it comes to 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 providing for its veterans and the city I'm in Pearland and the county is Brazoria County. Mm-hmm. And they have, uh, there's, there's so many things. Okay. So, so on Wednesday we go to, well, before this whole COVID thing, we used to go in person, you know, but now it became like a zoom call. So we go and there's mentors from, um, um, different, different organizations. And, and, you know, they, they sit down and they talk to us, you know, we, we talk about everything from, yeah, from, from mental health to, you know, uh, alcohol to, you know, and, and they, they, they pushed you, uh, Mr. Mercer, he's a, he's a Vietnam veteran and he's, yeah. he's one of my biggest mentors. He's, he's a, and he's part of the Brazoria County court system. So, so there's, there's a lot of things that I got from them guys, those guys, excuse me. And, uh, and with the VA, um, I know a lot of people talk the mess, you know, talk, have yeah. so many issues with the VA, but I honestly feel here in Houston, like this, this VA that we have downtown is, is absolutely incredible. Um, they go above and beyond when it comes to anything. And, uh, or, or I have a few psychiatrists that I see, I see, um, I, I can't tell you how many appointments I have that are consistent. Um, but actually I, you know, it was, it was just, you know, it was a lot of things. I, I mean, I can, I can tell you the amount of program we have. A, we have an also another program here that uh, it's an organization, um, um, Val 22. Mm-hmm. It's a veteran ran organization. And, and these guys, they do, you know, the silky hikes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So they do, those, they do those type of events. And it's like yeah. a big community gathering. And you know what I, I, I think I did that, that really, um, I helped. I found different veterans that, that I had, and I made a circle that way we could bounce off each other. You know, we have, we have a non-going like a text message thing that it probably was ever to get out. We'd all be in some trouble, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, and it's just, it's things like that. You know, we just give each other motivation, you know, give each other, um, you know, you know, confidence to tell each other that, everything's going to be okay and that you can recover and that it's okay to not be okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. (laughs) Definitely. You know, and as veterans and those of us that are active duty still, we get so used to a norm that is not normal. Like uh, for example, I wake up and I'm in pain every single day, right? My back is hurting. And uh, I went to the chiropractor and she says, um, you know, I just don't understand you military guys. It, she'll say, how many headaches do you get? Oh, well, the normal amount. Okay, what's the normal amount? Oh, one or two a day. <laughs> She's like, that. that's not normal. <laughs> what our normal or what our minds wrap around as normal is not normal. And that's why when we get out and we're alone and we're like, don't have our circle around us and 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 everybody else is is like you're not normal (laughs) you're you're you know you're you have some stuff going on and we don't really realize it when we are in that in in the you know active duty but then when you get out is when you realize like oh my gosh I guess 
you know, it, it is not normal to relive all of these things that have happened, or it's not normal to stay up all night long, or it's not normal to drink this copious amounts of alcohol, you know, to numb the pain. And we laugh about it while we're active duty. Oh, haha, I don't sleep but four hours a night. Oh, haha, I'm in so much pain, but it's, um, it's not normal. And, and what we need to do as active duty and as veterans is to find these circles where we can bounce stuff off, you know, because I think that that's how we can help save lives. I, I agree 100%. Um, you know, and, and, and the thing that I, that I push too is because, you know, in, when I was active duty, they always told us like, you know, I don't know if it's still this way, but if you said, if you, if you went out and got any type of help, as far as mentally, it was pretty much like a done deal with your career. Yes. So, so, so nobody did it, you know, and, and they always said, uh, you know, only the weak ask for help, only the weak do this. You know, and, and, and that's the way I was brought up. I was brought up old school army, you know, and, and I, I believed all that. I, I was like, yeah, that, you know, okay. The weak ask for help. But after, after getting out and retiring, I was like, man, you know, it takes a real strong person to realize, man, I got issues. I need help and it's okay to ask for help. And, oh, and you know, that's one of the things that I try to, I preach to the younger guys, like, you know, Hey, if there's something wrong, you know, say something, don't, don't wait until it all, you know, gets to a point where it explodes and, it, you know, bottling up. And yeah. You know, this is part three of our series uh, to hell with the stigma. I didn't say that at the beginning, but this is part three. I, and what we have learned through part one and part two is that you can get help while you're in, and it is not a career ender. And it's the stigma that keeps us bound to that, right. you know, suffering. Cause uh, human beings are not meant to be thrown in a situation where they're seeing their friends die. Right. Or are waiting for something to happen waiting for the bomb to go off. You know, we're not built for that. That's not normal activities for a human being. It's like if somebody grew up in the, in the ghetto, you know, hearing fire shots outside their uh, gunshots outside their door, that's not normal. Right. That any of that can cause somebody to have some mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And it's not wrong to ask for help because you know what, all you're doing is helping yourself. Right. And there's programs out there to help you, especially the military folks who are giving their life to their country they they should feel comfortable look i need i need a hand i need i need to take a knee for a minute to get taken care of absolutely yeah that's it there's nothing wrong with taking a knee that's right um well in that circumstance um we have another we have like a uh you ever heard of a program called uh camp hope i haven't i think no, they're I they're nationwide it's a ptsd of america so it's wow. actually it's actually a, a program where if you're you need assistance or I actually think they reach out to home. There's another place. Like I said, Texas got so many things. Um, there's, so this place, if you're struggling with PTSD, they house you and they, you go through a, a whole program. You, you live there, you eat there, you work out. They, they send you to church. You know, it, it, they, they basically, I want to say like, it's kind of like a boot camp. They kind of mm -hmm. break you down and rebuild you, but you know, it's, it's, it's an awesome program that uh, if y'all get a chance, look that up, Camp Hope. Camp Hope. Yeah, yeah that's a great resource. I, I mean, we've talked about so far the VA and, and Camp Hope and then the VOW that you have in, there in Texas. Um, 
and in a lot of times there's there's resources especially for those that are in or maybe those that, that are saying well i would like to reach out for help but i don't know if i want to go to like the doctor you know but there's a lot of things like military one source you can call that 1-800 number and there's like licensed counselors that will talk to you for free you yeah, know just for just for, uh, just for being in the military yeah and yeah. so that there's there's opportunities for you to reach out and not have it documented in your medical record or even if you are out you know there's opportunities for you to not have to go to the doctor since we still have our we are internally battling with that stigma. I think all of us have. I, I like the name of your, your dad. That was awesome. What would what, what you say about the stigma? Say it again. To hell with the stigma. Yeah, uh, that's, that's about us. I like that. Yeah, we have some friends. We gave, uh, they have a shirt. That's what it says, to hell with the stigma. Yeah, whiskeyandfreedom.com. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're another veteran apparel company, and, and they uh, have that shirt, to hell with the stigma, and it actually stemmed from one of our our podcasts because we were talking about it and we just said that that little phrase and we were like that would be a good shirt (laughs) (laughs) hey everybody it's will from whiskey and freedom co head over to whiskeyfreedom.com pick yourself out some apparel and help us support mental health issues 22 percent of our profits will be donated to the till valhalla project support the cause I liked it. And I was looking at y'all's brand. Y'all doing good things. I see oh, that. Thank you. Thank you. Sa- Sailor Swag. Swagger. Sailor Swagger. Swagger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's neat. I like that. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. But uh, you know, I just I just I love that you came on and spoke about resources yes. because you're through your own experience, you've learned how to cope and how to overcome and Charlie Mike you know and um I'm hoping that somebody out there is like wow okay let me do do do, google it google it and and you know if you want to say those things again I um Val 22 I think yeah Val 22 uh golly I can't even uh, pause for heroes is another organization here in Houston where they they give uh service members um service dogs no charge you know they they do it all, and that's and, actually nationwide. I know other places that do the service dog. Yeah, we thing. saw it here in Louisiana yeah. too. It's, a, it's amazing. It's amazing. I like I like I say, um, you know, and 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 that's one of the things. It's, we were experiencing things that we that the Vietnam era didn't experience. There was no, they didn't have these resources. People didn't go up to them and tell them, you know, hey, thank you, thank you for your service. No, it was the opposite. Yeah. You know. And, and, and that's one of my things is I go out of my way, like when I see that, you know, the older guys, um, you know, to say like, you know, hey, thank you for what you've done. Welcome home. And we're, we're blessed because we, we have, um, we have so many, so many outsources of, of assistance. There's so many wonderful organizations out there. Um, ah, golly, I wish I could name them all. but but like I said there's so many and 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 it's a lot a lot of things like this I feel help me talking to other veterans and listening to what they have to say is 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 um it's reassuring it makes me feel good and it definitely feels it reminds me that I'm not alone and I'm not the only one and that's big when you're not alone when you know you're not alone that's big that's big for your mind helps you feel a little better I guarantee you that's the worst part about the whole mental awareness, mental illness. Uh, if you may suffer from that, is you feel like you're the only one that has it. Yeah. And you're not. 
Yeah, it um, mental illness. It's it's serious, and uh, you know, I wish I wish you could say I wish we could say like you know we take medication and it's done with, but it's something that you you have to you have to see counseling. You have to, you know, you have to find what works best for you. Like yeah. like I was saying, is people learn different ways, and and I had to learn, um, unfortunately through the Brazoria County, um, you know, justice system. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but you learn the hard way. I I too am a fool's mountain climber. Everybody will be like, don't do that. And I still climb that mountain. Trust me. I'm trying to train her all the time. She don't listen. You say challenge accepted. (laughs) (laughs) She's a hard nut to crack. Must be like a South Texas thing. Uh, (laughs) Hard headed. Uh, It's in the water. Yeah, all right. Oh, that's great. But man, thank you so much for coming on the show, bro. Now nah, I appreciate you guys having me on. Hey, y'all need to come on mine now. Next. Oh, yeah. It's oh, done. Absolutely. It's done. And uh, don't go away, man, because I want to talk to you after this. Raul, thank you. It's a humble Texan doing big things, man. Thanks for everything you do for us. I appreciate you guys. Thanks. With that, we'll wish you fair winds. And following seas.